You just abandon any precaution. You know, folks, something could happen here, and if it does, so what? friends. Welcome to Nathan for us and Nathan for you podcast. My name is Kelly. And hi, I'm Megan. And today we are back. Happy New Year to all of our lovely listeners. Took a little holiday break. But you know, season four is not going to recap itself. Right, Meg? I mean, not that I'm aware of. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are... We're really motoring through season four, episode two. This is Chili Shop slash Massage Parlor. What an episode. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It has a lot of the tropes that I love in a good Nathan for you episode. So it got a few check marks from me along the way. Yeah, there is one particular thing that is said that I completely forgot about, um, which I'm sure we'll get to while we're speaking. But uh I think can I just I, kind of can like I ask? block. Um, it has to do with warts. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Don't want to. Don't want to. It gets very unhinged. People. It gets really unhinged, and I was like, "Wow." I don't think we can spoil people. There can't possibly be a listener who's never seen Nathan for you. That's just like you know what Kelly and Megan are going to tell me what happens in the episode. No, but maybe they like haven't been rewatching with us. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. You know, we have an unhinged schedule. We do. <laughs> we do have a bit of a crazy schedule. We're unpredictable. Let, we're trying to keep everyone on their toes, right? That's yeah. how you produce a successful podcast is you just release randomly. <laughs> we're keeping it spicy. You're intrigued. <laughs> spicy like the chili. Ah, the man. Blend I have, chili. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. How do you feel about blended chili? Well, let's put let's put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. We'll circle back to that uh, okay. when we talk about the chili. So we're talking <laughs> about the chili. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's set the scene first. So we're at the Lie in Den in Bakersfield, California. Uh, that's where this particular scheme begins. And we meet Robert Bryan, who is, of course, the owner of the restaurant. Nathan kind of intros him by saying, if you're a fan of delicious chili, there's a small chance that you've heard of the Lion Diner. Sorry, the Lion Den. How do you feel about the name? It's kind of cute. Um, I was trying to like figure out what was going on in the interior of the restaurant. Because when they're talking, you can kind of see behind Ro- uh, Robert and Nathan's heads. And there's like all these weird like political stickers and stuff (laughs) i don't know if you could see that behind them i did not notice (laughs) yeah but it was like all different affiliations and i was like oh i could not tell if he was um pro certain people (laughs) or anti uh maybe he's neutral i i wonder why you wouldn't just call it lion's den if that's what you want it to be called instead of Lion Den. Because I I think, you know, it looks a little funny. It's It's not my favorite name. Yeah, maybe he thought it was like a good little pun. Um... 
I don't know. Because you're going to lie down in it. Because you're going to lie to your server. Little nap. Chilly nap. That could be a thing. A little food coma. Yeah. The Um, the chilly lounge. (laughs) Yeah, the chilly lounge. Just chill and chilly. Yeah, nice. They should call it chill and chilly. That would be cute. Yeah. Um, Actually friend of the show nicole jose and i one time came up with an idea for a restaurant i can't remember what it was going to be called um oh it was going to be called ballin or budget and it was going to be a restaurant that had a ballin menu and a budget menu but they were actually the same menu but the ballin menu just had like gold leaf on every dish oh my gosh and like a hundred dollars more that's so genius I like it so much. <laughs> I, too, had a fake restaurant that I remember perfectly. It was called The Hungry Hippo. Ooh. And the menu was black with a golden hippo on it. That's cute. I I also had dreams at one point of um, opening a jalapeno popper-focused restaurant called Mom and Poppers, and I thought that was oh, really funny. That is cute. Do you have a passion for jalapeno poppers? I really like jalapeno poppers. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, I think they're like really underrated. As, I didn't like, know that food. you were so passionate. You wanted to open up a jalapeno popper restaurant. Like if someone asked me, I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have known. I am I feel like a bad friend. I didn't know your dreams. <laughs> if someone was like, what's Kelly's favorite finger food? <laughs> You'd be like, I don't know. I would have said tacos. Are tacos a finger food? You use your like, fingers. I'm, that's true. What's your favorite, like, like Super Bowl appetizer food? Uh, nachos. That's a good choice. Sorry, the big game. I don't know if we're allowed to say the SB word. Why? I think it's, like, trademarked. That's why on, like, TV shows and stuff, they have to call it the big game. I've never noticed that once in my life. Yeah. I also, like, do not, like, follow football at all so maybe that's why i've never noticed but i swear to god i've seen people say super bowl in a show might might have to be on a certain network where they also play that's so bizarre you can't talk about like the nba or you can't talk about sports teams on shows no just the super bowl i think the big game we'll have to confirm this afterwards (laughs) but why we have to bleep it no, we're definitely not believing it. I don't think anyone's coming after us. That would be I would be kind of flattered though. The Super Bowl isn't even a good name for a tournament. Like what does that even mean? Who came up with it? What is the bowl? This somehow we never talked about this during any recording, but I was like really into fantasy football uh <laughs> this past year. Because I was really in into panicked, panic played and asked our friends, you know. Yeah. yeah, I crushed it. I came in fifth out of 12. I felt really good about that. That's really good. My mom is like an insane sports like fan, like just of every single sport. She just knows everything about it. And she's like a very mild-mannered woman who you you see her, she just seems like a mom. Until she's like screaming at the TV and you're like, calm down, simmer down. No one can hear you. And on uh, the Raptors page, she's one of their top fans. She loves oh my gosh. She loves him. Oh. 
I was at a movie premiere he was at. Oh. My mom would be very excited to hear that. I'll I'll let her know. Yeah, I'll let her know that uh, I saw Nick Nurse. I did not speak to him, but I walked past him and I was like, hey, that's Nick Nurse. But I was like trying to like. Nicky Nurse. I was trying to like be normal because it was like (laughs) a, a press event that I shouldn't have been at. So if I were to. I, I tried to pitch uh, a beer to our company and being like, we'll at least send the Raptors an email and see how they feel. There's no way they'd respond to us, but we could call it nursing a beer. That's very fun. Thank you. I never emailed anyone, but I thought it was fun too. <laughs> I appreciate the idea. I would buy it. Um, so Robert, our friend Robert, he has a really long time dream. <laughs> It's very specific. Um, he wants to sell his chili at the Bakersfield Condors home games at Rabobank Arena. <laughs> this is so specific. Don't let your dreams be dreams, Kel. Open that yeah. popper restaurant. Mom and poppers. It's true. Wait, I think I'm- poppers aren't poppers drugs. Um, yes, they are also drugs, but like maybe it could be dual purpose. It's like a jalapeno popper restaurant slash like at night. It's also like a gay bar. <laughs> Megan, do you know what a popper I, is? I just don't know enough about. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I can tell you what it does if you're interested. I think I know, but like I'm not willing to to risk it. So when it's like an inhalant. Yeah. But it relaxes it relaxes yeah. your butthole. Yeah. Okay. I was going to do a hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, it kind of is similar to what chili does um, oh, in a way. Wow. <laughs> so, maybe and maybe jalapeno poppers. And probably jalapeno poppers. <laughs> so it all it all comes back together at the end. Yeah. Um so Robert is, you know, he's quite sad about the fact that they've never returned his calls. But Nathan, he really wants to make this dream come true. First step, he needs to taste the chili to confirm that Robert's chili is actually good, um, which he does. And he says that it is very tasty. Um, That is not what he says. He says the flavors and spices felt awesome against my tongue. Is that how you feel when you eat chili? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, probably how I feel when I eat every food that I like, but not how I've thought to express it before. But now I have a new form of expression that I can use, which is nice. Yeah. I feel like if I were Robert, I would like print that quote out with like a giant cutout of Nathan and put it like in the front window or something. Oh, put it on a shirt. Yeah, Yeah. a shirt would be good. Oh, it's a good shirt for your jalapeno popper bar. But but Nathan might sue me. He'd be like, I never tried these poppers. I don't know. Be like, you are an honorary guest. Thank you so much for reaching out. Please come over. I will I will prepare a feast for you at sea. <laughs> a popper feast. <laughs> um so Nathan, of course, he has a plan to help Robert get into Robobank Arena. And the way he explains it, I think the the what 
the best way to sum it up is that he wants to completely violate the rule against bringing in your own food to sell at the arena by just hiding it under a lot of baggy clothing. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a solid plan. I mean, uh, it works, which is absolutely shocking. Um, yes. It takes a lot to get there, though. I like the pursuit. It's all, it's all about the journey. It's always. With Nathan, it's always about the journey, right? Mm-hmm. I also noticed when he was talking to Robert, this is one of the first times where he kind of says, like, I have run this through my head multiple times. And it sounds like Nathan has kind of, like, manifested this whole idea. Yeah, Robert's like, here's one of many places I would like to sell my chili. And he's like, this is the place for me that we're going to talk about and film about because I want to go to a stadium of some sort and need to just find someone who wants to go there too. I do wish he and Robert had gone together. I feel like that was a bit of a miss. Yeah, I wonder why Robert didn't want to go. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't have to wonder. He probably didn't want to wear a scalding hot chili suit <laughs> and cover himself in goo. Blended chili. Be- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With a cane that squirts sour cream out. (laughs) The cane. Okay. Okay. Let's explain what happened. So as we know, Nathan wants to sell illegal chili in the arena. We have to hide some chili under his clothing to smuggle it in. So he finds a larger man on Craigslist. So a tailor he hires can take this man's measurements and they can then design their chili suit based off of this larger man put the suit on Nathan, and then all that extra space can be filled with chili. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, Naturally. So they do this. uh, The plastic suit that they make, uh, they fill it with chili, and chili has to be kept at 135 degrees for it to be food safe. So they have to keep this chili piping hot, and also they blend it so it can fit through all of the tubes going around Nathan. How do you feel about that aspect because that's what we to, need to get into you need to call it a soup oh so that people aren't like grossed out by the texture because explaining that it's a chili and having it come out liquid is not good if you just say it's a soup suddenly it, it's a lot more appetizing yeah maybe like a taco soup you could call it because i think like yeah. they have similar flavors mm-hmm. yeah it that's needs a great to be call. it needs to be called a soup yeah, so, I do I do feel like blending the chili compromises the best part of the chili, which is like the texture and like, you know, the I I mean, I didn't really see exactly what was in Robert's chili, but like the beans, the meaty part, like the onions, like I feel like you need all of the textures molding together along with the spices. Well, it's just not it's just not chili. If you blend it, it's a soup. Sorry. Uh, sorry, chili puree. <laughs> it's on the baller menu. Yeah. The regular chili's on the budget menu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, one less step to get out of your to get into your stomach, right? You don't yeah. even have to chill it if it's puree or <laughs> chew it if it's puree. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So Nathan, they find this great suit. Um, an immediate issue is that Nathan cannot use the washroom while in yep. the suit. They try to come up with a way to put another tube um you know to get rid of any you know urine that nathan might have (laughs) 
And Nathan very quickly realizes that, you know what, these tubes could get confused. I don't want to accidentally use the wrong tube. It's too compromising. So instead, they just cut a big hole in the crotch area and they showcase how it would work using a chocolate muffin. Yes. We can see, okay, you can fit a chocolate muffin through the hole. <laughs> so therefore, it's probably big enough to fit anything else out of your body. I mean, that- you certainly, you could not go to the bathroom in this suit. I did not need the chocolate muffin. Uh, you can't sit in demo. this suit. Yeah. I mean, I think we can kind of dig in a little on the suit. The suit is honestly very impressive um, considering I assume it was built in a couple days. Also, the tailor is our friend from the Claw of Shame, mm-hmm. which I was happy to see uh, that person return as well. Yeah, he's an excellent tailor. Very innovative, very down to make whatever wacky idea you have. Um, yeah, the suit's great. The scolding chili is not as great. No. So the gel, I've actually felt like the fireproof gel before. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like just really cold and it just like my dad works in stunts and so he's had to be set on fire a few times and I'm like, that looks dangerous. And my dad's like, it's fine. Look at this gel. Feel better, small child. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it it does work. I was worried that, you know, if it rubs off or rubs onto the suit, I was worried that over time, maybe he would start to feel his loins toasting up a little bit, but it seems like it worked really well. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you were worried when they did the demonstration where they rubbed the gel on Nathan's crotch and (laughs) had the blowtorch going on. I mean, it was worth it for the shot. The scene's hilarious. I feel like if you get a tub of like flame-proof goo that's like the first thing any guy is doing right no absolutely not trying to light your dick on fire the risk is too high it is really risky (laughs) ask colin immediately ask colin immediately (laughs) he's eating chips in the other room (laughs) chips and what just spicy pickle chips you know ew (laughs) 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 who would want a pickle flavored chip Okay, I don't like pickles, but the Miss Vicky spicy pickle chips are honestly incredible. Okay, I also don't like pickles, but would be willing to try them since you like pickles the same amount that I do and seem to enjoy yeah. these chips. Yeah, I will say I like have also um I was like really really needed uh electrolytes one day. I was, like, doing a really long bike ride, and someone had, like, pickle chips. Like, literally, they were, like, dehydrated pickles that were fried. And I was, like, for whatever reason, because I was, like, so dehydrated, I was, like, give me those pickles. And I ate, like, so many of them. (laughs) And I I don't like pickles at all. And for, like, weeks after that, I, like, craved these weird pickle chips. Whoa. And I was, like, am I pregnant? Like, what's going on? I was not. um, It was very weird. Hmm. I... Just I, I just don't like cucumbers, quite frankly. Cucumbers are terrible. I hate it when people say they don't taste like anything. That's just simply not true. They taste like cucumbers, and they taste bad. But I like pickled pretty much everything else. Like yeah. pickled onion, 10 out of 10. Carrots, beans, cauliflower, hot peppers. Anything else pickled, fantastic. Yeah, pickled I, cucumbers, no bueno. I think maybe I'm pickle curious. Like, I think I would move myself to, like, a pickle curious uh, status. 
we have been trying to, as a household, we've been trying to become pickle people. So every once in a while, we'll buy a jar of pickles and we'll try to eat them. When um, I met Connor and we, we met at Mountain Resort, we read somewhere that if you try a food you don't like every day for two weeks, you'll learn to like it. And so we tried to correct some of the foods we don't like. Um, we still do not like olives and we're working on pickles, but olives, I, we just had a really terrible two weeks forcing ourselves to eat olives and then we're just upset afterwards. It's a specific Bad. flavor. Yeah. Um, so yes, we, we see that Nathan, he's able to cover himself in the heat resistant goo. So he's, you know, well protected. Um, but then we have another issue going into the stadium. Nathan realizes that he's going to have to go through a metal detector. And because of like all of the different mechanics that they have attached to the suit, he is going to set it off. So he, you know, comes up with the only way that he'll be able to play this off, which is that he needs to fake having a pacemaker in place so that he'll be able to go through the metal detector and it, them, them not be suspicious. This is insane. This really made me question, like, I already have security. questions about the American healthcare system, but, like, this really made me question it. And, like, security. Yeah. So the metal pump that helps to push the chili through the suit and dispense it sits on Nathan's chest. And so he needed something that would also make sense to be on his chest to set the metal detector off. So he goes to a doctor and requests an x-ray so that he can get proof that he has a pacemaker. And I think there's a card. He said he gets a pacemaker card. And the nurse was just like, oh, well, why are you here? And he's like, well, to get an x-ray. And she was trying to explain, like, I I legally need a reason to explain and to write down why you would need an x-ray. I I have to give a reason for using the x-ray machine. And Nathan's like, oh, well, what's the bare minimum I need to say to get to use it? She's like, oh, well, if you're feeling any sort of like pain or irregularity in your chest. And he's like, sure, that. She's like, oh. And he's like, yeah, that's good. That's what I'm feeling. She's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Dude, it's wild. Whereas like here, I'll explain like chronic headaches in detail and get absolutely nothing back. (laughs) Yeah, I like straight up broke my foot (laughs) and they were like you don't need an x-ray it's sprained is that what it's like to go to the doctor as a man i don't know people like believe you (laughs) i don't know it was wild i was like they're like you'll be fine i was like it's it really hurts i think i should get an x-ray yeah what can you do right but so nathan's able to get the x-ray um i feel like he wasn't that sneaky and it was just like blatant. Like if someone says they have a a pacemaker, I feel like the first thing you do is just look at their chest, their bare chest and go, oh, there is a scar. You probably have a pacemaker. So to just not even inspect, because also if you tape a pacemaker to the front of your chest, like it's going to be bumpy. So he he really got away with it, Uh, which if this was a real setup, is very funny if it's not, you know, they pulled one over on us. 
And I I really like the part where they took the x-ray and the nurse said that, you know, it looks really good. It looks like it's in the exact right position. And it made me wonder if, I guess they would show it though, if he like consulted anyone about exactly where to place it and where the wires would go. Or if he just was like, fuck it and like slapped it on his chest in the general right direction. Yeah, I was I was also curious about that. Um, at the end, there's also like a post credit scene where she asks him what the mo- like what the what the model of the pacemaker is, and he just says like it's a Sony. Also, I'm like, where did he get the pacemaker? Did he say he ordered it off of Amazon or something? Yeah, I bet you could. Let me just check Amazon really quick. How much do you think a pacemaker is if anything comes up? Oh my god, I never even thought about that. Got to be like over a hundred dollars, I would assume. I feel like they must be more than that. Yeah, I mean, like they'd be covered here in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see an actual pacemaker. There's a lot of jewelry saying pacemaker, like you would wear a medical bracelet. So, at least on Amazon. I do not believe you can just buy a pacemaker, but there's a lot of medical jewelry that identifies you as someone that has a pacemaker. I mean, it's an important thing to to need to tell people. Yeah, there's also a book called The Pacemaker. Oh, is it about running? Um, no, it looks like there's like a black and white. It kind of looks like a ghost, and she has like this red line across her eyes. So, yeah, we see that Nathan is successful with this scheme. He's able to get the card. So he heads off with his chili-filled suit um, along with a couple of other things. He also has a special pocket in his clothes so that he can fit cups and spoons. He has a cane that has a secret trigger to dispense organic sour cream. And then he has a trucker hat that has a built-in cheese grater so that he can deliver cheddar cheese on top of people's uh, chili puree, which all of this sounds fine, but the hat cheddar cheese is disgusting. Rank the accessories for us. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, top has to be the cane with the sour cream for me. The cane is great. Especially because he keeps like accidentally pressing on it. And, like, sour cream just spraying everywhere. <laughs> and then I think... I think after that, you have to go... I mean, the pocket isn't that exciting. Yeah, the I like the cargo really pants it. filled with chives, maybe. It would be my second one. So while the hat is clearly the most disgusting, it is kind of fun. It like is the, ca- the cane is by far the most fun. The pocket, you know... Would I like chives in my pocket? Yes, I love chives. They're delicious. Have a little sneaky snack, but the hat, the hat's super fun. I would just be worried about having something sharp on my head. And in fact, I'm surprised that the metal detector didn't pick that up and he was allowed to go in with like a grater on his hat. Yeah, that's a good point. Did we see him use it inside the stadium? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he hmm. did it, like, directly in front of people, too. Oh, yeah. I wonder if I anybody do... actually ate the chili after he served it to them. We see one guy who takes, like, many sniffs of it, and then he definitely takes a bite. Whoa. Yeah. Would um, you Would you try it? You buy some chili at a stadium. The guy whips out his arm, and a tube 
is like splooshing some chili out. I don't. I think. Do I realize a little it's chive Nathan, pocket? Do I realize it's Nathan Fielder? No, no, you don't. I don't think I would try it. Um, it seems a little bit sketchy, though. I I was telling people about this on um at some point during the holidays, but I was in Buffalo a couple years ago with Colin. And we were like walking down the street and there was some guys standing outside of a house handing out jello shots. And I like really wanted to take one. And Colin was like, absolutely, you cannot take a jello shot from a man on the street. And I was like, oh, they're like clearly college kids. And like, why not? But uh, he wouldn't let me take one of the jello shots, mysterious jello shots, forbidden we- jello shots, even. <laughs> that just makes them more desirable. If you and I were walking around, university you and i would have taken the jello shots for sure yeah if we were in university we would have probably eaten the chili too uh okay the thing that really gets me is you're not gonna find anything else for two dollars at a stadium like it's a deal you can't say no to that's a good point if you're really hungry especially a little fresh homemade soup if they if he had cornbread i would be more inclined to take it just i don't know the lack of cornbread stands out to me it makes me uh less inclined to eat the chili yeah now that you mention it some cornbread would be really good with it really any other food would have probably been easier to hand out like he could have lined his jacket with sandwiches you just hand them out maybe make a little cornbread chili sandwich sandwiches would be funny because he could like whip out like if he was wearing like a trench coat he could like you know, just like open it up with like all these different sandwiches, but that might be too obvious, I guess. I don't know. If you can hide a bodysuit of chili, you can hide some sandwiches. <laughs> you can hide anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Nathan successfully is able to sell a couple of bowls of chili. Um, he sells 16 bowls. That is for- so many bowls of chili. I am a lot. stunned. I thought he yeah. was going to sell like two. Yeah, I think, I mean, he talks about it as his confidence grew. You know, he was making more sales and being more ballsy. I think uh, we, going back all the way to season one, when Nathan proved that all you need to get hired is confidence. All you need to sell chili is confidence, you know? And a sour cream filled cane. Yeah, organic sour cream. (laughs) You know, I I might pass off the bodysuit to Robert, but... You're keeping the cane for parties. Oh, yeah. You could fill that with so much fun stuff. Yeah. Mainly alcohol, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. So with the 16 bowls, Nathan made $32, and the ticket to get into the game was $12. So we have a net profit of $20 in one game. Well, I think my issue with their calculation is that the suit is very full of chili still (laughs) yeah it also took so long to like do all of this stuff and nathan was at the game for like however many hours (laughs) i'm so sad that they didn't get two suits and convince robert to go as well i think that seeing robert try to sell chili would have been very funny yeah robert was clearly not into this at all or hiring like a chili squad Of, like, random people from Craigslist to, like, each person has a different component. They walk past you and one person has, like, 
the chili and then the sour cream and you know you kind of make like a bird formation to go into the crowd i will say unfortunately the lie and den is permanently closed as of around two years ago apparently it's been replaced by a mexican restaurant so i wonder if they have chili it's hard to say it's not really a mexican food they probably have nachos though yeah you can put chili on nachos yeah margaritas honestly i'd probably rather go to the mexican restaurant than the lion den anyways so i really want to go to sneaky d's it's been so long could use a good nacho night should definitely go for yeah, anyone definitely. not following along with what's going on in ontario um we're locked down again we're back in lockdown so <laughs> we haven't left our houses in so long it's been yeah. so long we got out of lockdown for like a beautiful what like hot eight second. months maybe six months and then and then they shut us back down and now uh now everything sucks again. And it's also like negative 28 degrees Celsius outside, which is like very yeah. cold. So yeah, so cold. Yeah. If Okay. We don't need to explain that it's cold. If you don't think that's cold, I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> well, you live. a lot of Americans you might not know. Oh, Celsius? Yeah. I do not understand Fahrenheit like at all. Other than like cooking temperatures. But, like, for weather that's in, like, that lower range, I just have no clue what people are saying. Yeah, I believe – I think it – I don't remember where it evens out, but – I think you, like, times it by two and then add ten or something like that. Yeah, it sucks there's like, here. There's, like, a little rule that – I don't know. I ignore. <laughs> I just pretend it doesn't exist. Um. So our second half of this episode – uh, again, this is kind of another very involved scheme. We get two very involved schemes in this in this short episode. I love the effort. Yeah, high effort for these two. But so we meet Anna Davis of Swan Day Spa because, uh, you know, Nathan tells us nothing feels better than a massage. And Anna's issue is that there's a lot of competition in the area. And so Anna has a lot has had to lower her prices a bunch. Um, and her biggest problem is that most people come in and they just get the cheapest option for the massages. And the way that she can really make a profit is that she needs mm-hmm. to upsell. And so to upsell them, Nathan suggests that they make the the cheapest option, the forty dollar massage, actually look quite terrible so that when they get there, and after they've kind of agreed to it, they're like, oh, actually, I, I really want to upgrade. I think he uses a car a uh, lot as an example of like, okay, yeah, you can get the cheapest car, but it's really run down. So you're going you're gonna to end up upgrading. A great strategy, honestly. You know, we forget Nathan went to one of the top business schools in Canada and graduated with really good grades. And at this, this episode really shows that. He's a clever lad. Yes. So his whole plan for how they're going to make the $40 massage look um, bad (laughs) is that they're going to have it as a special wart massage. So people who would be giving the massages are 
you know, people who have viral warts. And Nathan will then explain that to the people who are getting massaged. Mm-hmm. That might be the most times I've ever said wart in my life in a row. So to justify why Swan Day Spa is offering massages from people with warts, Nathan has invented this fake charity called City Warts so that it looks like Anna is offering this because she is supporting a good cause and they are doing some charity work and helping these people who suffer from this illness get employment. And Nathan, uh, you know, he goes he goes the whole nine yards with this. He has a logo made. He drops off flyers at different dermatology clinics. Um, and, of course, as said, he goes on Craigslist. And we see that he has two different people who respond to his Craigslist ad. One of them seems to be a little bit more subdued. Um, we don't hear much from the second gentleman. But the first gentleman that Nathan talks to... Um, who responded to the Craigslist ad about warts. He, he's he got some stories, Meg. Yeah, Daniel is very unhinged. He... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the more unhinged character we have is Daniel, and then the much more chill, low-key man is Albert. But the main focus of these wart par- participants um, is definitely Daniel. You know? yeah. In his interview, we see that he pulls out. I don't even know what it is. Do you do you understand the 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 wand, the wellness he calls wand, it a wellness wand? No, okay. At first, I, I did not remember this scene at all, which mm-hmm. is crazy because it is like one of the most unhinged things I've seen on the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he pulls out this like device. I was like, wait, is this like a Scientology thing? That's I thought it what was I a was recorder. Like, yeah, and it has like a screen. Yeah, so while while Nathan is interviewing Daniel to see if he would be a good fit as one of the participants at City Warts, he asks him about his history with Warts, where he's gone in Warts, and a little bit just about him. At some point, he pulls out this rectangular electronic device and it looks like a recorder to me. And so you see it kind of fall out of his hands and then he moves it around and decides to place it right in the middle of the table and explains that it's sending out signals. Um, And the signal is matching the needs from the files on the device. And Nathan is like, oh, what is that? And he's like, oh, of course, it's a wellness wand. And we learn that Daniel is also a healer. I'm just going to Google wellness wand. Oh. Yeah, it's clearly some kind uh, of. <laughs> you getting like the uh, magic stick or something? Yeah, I'm getting a lot of vibrators. Uh oh. Maybe that's Oops. what it was. Maybe he was mistaken. Well, his looked like it actually had a, a screen. Yeah, it's clearly some kind of weird, like, woo-woo fake medicine. Um, Whoa, healers are fake. (laughs) I think the ones that use the wellness wand probably are. Yeah, it just, it looked like, it. yeah, it looked like my Digivice from, like, (laughs) the 2000s. It was very weird. And before that, too, he's, like, talking about, his his story with warts 
And I don't even know if we, I want to say this on the podcast. But oh, I had gotta, a visceral. I had a visceral reaction to him explaining that he decided to solder off a wart that he had on his penis. That is horrifying. This man doesn't give a fuck. He's a healer. (laughs) Sorry. This healer doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He has genital warts and is like, fuck it. I can solder these off myself and just went for it. And apparently it went well for him. Like, I'm not a doctor, famously. Um, But I did have to learn a lot about venereal diseases when I was in public health school. And I will say, like, we had to, like, look at pictures and stuff of, like, genital warts, like, very early in the morning. Like, I had that class at, like, 8.30 a.m. So, like, you're having your first coffee and you're, like, taking pictures, looking at pictures of genital warts. It's not great. Like, do I just don't understand how physically you could bring yourself to do that. That's that is like next level. This man is like, I don't know. He's he's metal, man. Like, that's that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I would be so nervous of messing it up. I don't know what genital words feels like offhand, but it must be bad if you're like, I'm going to solder this off myself instead of just going to see a doctor. I don't know why you wouldn't just go see a doctor. I think his thought was that like, oh, if I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like say what this guy's doing or not. But like, I feel like his thought being like, oh, if I solder them off, then like I can have sex because it won't be obvious that I have genital warts, which is also very bad. Like, But it would leave a mark, would it not? I'm not sure. I've never... We didn't study that in class. <laughs> no, our teachers weren't like, and then in this episode of Nathan for You, a man talks about how he soldered it off and this is what would happen. Like, I, I truly am not sure. Look, one of us needs to Google soldering off a wart. And I'm, pre- I'm, I'm prepared to play rock, paper, scissors. I think we should both protect our peace. And, you know, I think we don't need to do that. I think we can figure out, you know, just just think about, like, have you ever had, like, a war on your foot or something? Uh, my brother would get them. So I think you would just put, like, a Band-Aid over it. Or maybe there was, like, a cream and a Band-Aid. Yeah, they would usually, or, like, they would freeze it off normally. The opposite of soldering, in fact. Um, but, like, so, like, yeah, I swam a lot, so, like, warts were a thing that people would get i definitely got like one or two on my feet i feel like a foot is one thing yeah, yeah. i mean i pers- i wouldn't have soldered it off my foot either yeah like and they they gave like a root that's like this the weirdest thing about warts. oh you know who daniel should meet daniel should meet the guy that drinks his grandson's pee Oh, I bet they run in the same circles, honestly. Yeah. They, with the they wellness would be wand. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you solder mine, I'll solder yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so. We're such a matchmakers. So we are such good matchmakers. <laughs> so moving on from uh, from Daniel and Albert. Nathan realizes that, you know, they need to make sure that this charity seems really legit. 
Um, And the best way to do that is to get some sort of celebrity endorsement. So he decides to email every single member of the L.A. City Council that he can find and asks them to attend a gala for City Wart or City Warts. Um, And only one person responds, and it's Ed Reyes, Councilman Ed Reyes, who, you know, seems like a stand-up guy. He's like a veteran council member. I feel like it's very nice that he actually responded and said he would do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't hear him speak really about city warts at all, but maybe he's been personally affected by it and wanted to come support. Or maybe he was just free that day. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'll come for a free dinner. Why not? I will get the support from the wart community. Yeah. So Nathan sets up like an actual gala. He, you know, has like a ballroom rented out and he hires a host, Miss California 2013. Maybelline. But so Maybelline's going to be the host of the City War Gala. And she is very nice to Nathan. They kind of have a little like pregame chat about like, oh, do you get nervous? And she says like, not really. You know, Nathan says she's so beautiful. Little awkward exchange there. Yeah, good for Nathan. He talked to a really pretty girl. Yeah. You know, when you hire one to host your event, normally you get to chat with them Briefly. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't ask her to hang out. Yeah, he probably should have. So Maybelline gives a very touching speech about how someone she knew growing up had warts and they got rid of the warts. And she's, you know, happy that that happened and is excited that people with warts can get jobs. And yep, that's her speech. (laughs) Honestly, like... The speech is rocky. (laughs) The speech was not good. It's not good. But good on her for trying to relate. Some kind of story and like trying to relate to the charity. Like whatever they paid her, like at least they got some of their money's worth. Um, Someone I knew once vaguely had wards. They then got rid of the wards. I am so proud of this community. Like what? I should find the actual speech. So Maybelline begins the gala with a beautiful opening speech. She says, so growing up, I actually had a friend who had warts on his hand, and I believe his mom or he said it was from handling a frog. He was able to seek medical attention, and they were able to freeze and remove the wart, and he's just fine now. And that's why I'm so proud to introduce you, City Warts, and their mission to put warts to work. And wow. <laughs> she, I think she tried. I truly, I truly do. I mean, I, I think she's missing the point of like, you know, you have Daniel come on after talking about how he's had like six warts on his hand, genital warts, warts all over his body that spread. And she's just like, I had a friend once who had one wart on his hand and then he got it removed and was fine. But so after Maybelline does the her speech, they call out the City Warts Angels who are going to come and chat about their experience with warts. And of course, they bring out Daniel first. And oh my God, 
he goes on. He's explaining, you know, about the genital warts. He's explaining about how he had warts on his hand and he had one on his forehead. And and he's just like going on. Like, how long do we think that he spoke? I I really didn't feel like it was that long. But, you know, he is very open and he shared a lot of information. There's no way he didn't bring up the wellness wand thing. Like, he definitely was trying to, like, sell those or something at the gala. Also, they call um, their employees, or I guess the participants in the charity, City Warts Angels. What do you think of that name? It's kind of cute. Yeah. War Warriors might have been good. War Warriors would have been funny. But, yeah, I think think City Warts Angels is... uh, I think because it's like a charity, mm-hmm. I think it's a good angle to take. Would not rebrand. Okay. Yeah. Um, so after Daniel's <laughs> speech wraps up, we we go back to Nathan and he's kind of like, okay, we need to get a photo of Anna with Councilman Reyes so that we can really show that like this is a legitimate operation that she's working with city warts and you know the councilman endorses this charity does anna know this is all fake or does she think the room's full of people actually there for the for this charity no i think anna knows it's fake she seems like she's pretty in tune with what's going on even from the beginning um she kind of is like oh yeah i i understand what you're putting down here but so they get the picture and nathan makes sure to say like so happy you gave us this endorsement and like really rubs that in. And uh, they also present Anna with a plaque, um, which I hope she kept hanging up at the Swan Day Spa <laughs> forever and ever. Um, and they head back to go train the City Wards Angels, which at this point we learn that they don't actually have any experience in massage therapy. Whoa, 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 Kelly. You clearly have completely forgotten that they both have experience giving massages. Yes. Uh, Do you want to talk about their experience? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Daniel, who has kind of been at the forefront of our two protagonists, um, lets us know that he's got a lucky lady at home. And... Oh, he gives her a massage every night because she gets foot reflexology and every single night his very lucky girlfriend gets a massage from the feet all the way up. And that is the most uncomfortable I have been. And this man said he soldered warts off of his junk and this made me more uncomfy. Yeah, I didn't like it, especially when he, like, went and was like, oh, yeah, apply, release. Like, I was like, I don't need to hear about your Mm-mm. method, uh, Daniel. Thank Nuh-uh, you. Daniel. No, it was a lot. And he, like, emphasized that. Like, um, all the way went, up. Yeah, and, like, she's a very lucky woman. And it's like, oh, I, I guess, I, to be fair, I guess she probably thinks that if she's dating him. But yeah. I, I want to say, I do, like, when when a guy says something like that, it's like, oh, I'll believe it when I hear it from her. Like, sure, bud. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and Albert, he reveals that he used to give massages to his grandmother. 
but in a different way, um, I would hope at least. But he yes. says, you know, he would just do a little bit at a time and he just wants to like make her feel good. Mm-hmm. He didn't put that much pressure um, yeah. on, on his grandma. Yeah, he kind of emphasized that like it, with his experience in massage, he's not just trying to push down as hard as you can. He's like actually trying to, you know, make it a nice experience and I, I kind of wish we heard a little bit more from Albert. I do understand it's a short clip and Daniel like is obviously a really big character. Um, but I like that we get to learn a little bit more about Albert. Yeah, for sure. I also feel like most of the time massage you like. I mean, they're not like trying to like hurt you or anything, but I think they go like pretty hard on you. <laughs> I've never actually oh. gotten a massage, I will say. Oh, my God. Massage is a must. And I always tell them like. Just, like, go as hard as you can. Step on my face. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, No. (laughs) Okay, if you ever go for a massage, we're going to need to discuss what you think a massage is. Um, I famously hate people touching my feet, but um, as discussed earlier, I recently really messed up my foot so I've been going to physiotherapy every week to get them to try and fix it and my physiotherapist like has to like work on my foot every week so I essentially just get like a very hard foot massage because she just like moves my foot around and like is like tossing it all around and stuff and every week I'm like oh my god like when is this gonna be over (laughs) I'd be like, let's keep this going. Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, I love massage. I'll take it every chance I can get. Uh, if I had like unlimited money, I'd be like booking myself massages like all week. Yeah, I think celebrities like have someone come to their house to give them a massage like all the time. I feel like that would be fun. Yeah, that would be sick. That'd be great. We see Anna's staff, they kind of train, you know, the the two city warts angels in what they would be doing. Um, and I assume they're going to have someone kind of like, I don't know, watching over them to make sure that they're not hurting someone. Um, or they probably just told them like, hey, you're not actually going to do the massage if someone wants it. Because I feel like that would be a big liability <laughs> to have someone who's not actually registered to do massages. Um, but so we see people start coming in, we start getting some new customers and all of them still want to get the $40 massage. So Nathan gently explains, you know, the $40 massage is put on by some of our charity partners. Um, here's a photo of Anna with Councilman Ed Reyes to show how legit this is. And with your $40 massage, you will be getting massaged by someone who does have warts. And people uh, people are down for the upsell when they learn that. Yeah, I think his timing is very key. So they decide to explain the uh, city wards and the program after the person is already like undressed, laying face down on the table and not at the front of the store where they can walk away. And, you know he really emphasizes like, oh, they're wearing very thin gloves and they are contagious. So it's like, you're really pushing the upsell, um, which, you know, worked every time. 
It did, yeah. So Nathan is able to upsell every single customer that day. I wonder if that's his most successful idea. Like it worked um, every it, time. It seems like it was, yeah, it might be actually. Hmm. It's hard we'll, to say. We'll have to get into it uh, at the end of the season. Yeah. But he's, I think he's pretty proud of himself for this one. I really hope Anna kept the plaque. I mean, obviously, she did not continue doing this idea, I would imagine. But I, I hope she kept the plaque up and the picture. I kind of hope she continued doing it. It did seem to work. I have an update on Swan Day Spa. They are still open. And oh. they're hiring. Is there any mention of City Warts? On- there was not any mention of City Warts or Nathan on their website. How much are their massages? Let me pull up the price list over here. Swedish massage is $60. So they have raised their prices, it looks like. But, you know, you can get a couple's massage. You can get tons of different massages. But good good for our friend Anna. Yeah. Seems to have good reviews on Google. So, you know, we don't look at Yelp because who the fuck cares about Yelp? Yeah. We're not looking at Yelp. Now, my one of my favorite scenes is actually at the very end, uh, before our last little clip of Nathan and the Sony pacemaker. But we get a short clip of Daniel and Albert chatting on some chairs because, you know, they've been sitting around all day. Nobody wanted to tap them in for a massage. And we get to learn a little bit more about Albert. He mentions that he loves baking. And Daniel asks if it's the baking he likes or if it's the look in the person's eyes when they get the baked good. And he says both. So wholesome. So Albert wholesome. is so wholesome. Yeah, I feel like I would really love Albert and would get along with him quite well. Uh, yeah. Maybe not so much Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Daniel's wellness wand coming anywhere near me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot. But yeah, what do you feel about baking? Is it that you like baking or you like the the look in someone's eyes? I think I probably like people enjoying my cooking a little bit more than the cooking itself, but I do like cooking a lot. And again, I much more often cook than bake. And if I do bake, it's normally like a tart or like a savory pot pie, like like it's a savory baked good, but yeah, it's mainly just like my family and, and Connor that I cook for, sometimes friends when they come over, or if we do like a Super Bowl party or, sorry, the big game the big party. Game. <laughs> the big game. Uh, yeah, like I think I've cooked for you a few times, but. Yeah, yeah. you're a great cook. Thank you. You're an excellent baker. I think with baked goods, because that's like your specialty, you're able to like send it home a lot more with people. And- yeah, I made um, I made donuts. I saw that on your story for the New Year's party. I was so bummed that I wasn't there. They looked amazing. Yeah, I mean New Year's party. We <laughs> we people. went and saw two other people, Colin yeah. and I. <laughs> yeah. Just so that people don't think I went to some rager, but we did bring like twenty four. No, it wasn't twenty four, but I think we brought like thirteen donuts to a party for four people. Um, they were incredible though. Very fun. Okay, I did Google the Super Bowl thing really quickly. Okay. Um, Just to see. Yeah, you can't say Super Bowl on radio or TV, and that's why the, it's always called the big game. But we're not on the radio. So we'll call it the Super Bowl if we want to. 
Yeah, Super Bowl party, baby. We're going to have one, yeah. maybe. There might be Come after us, maximum NFL. eight people. <laughs> yeah, eight people. That's a party. We'll have jalapeno poppers. Oh, yeah. We probably need to have jalapeno poppers now. We talked about them a lot. I really want some. If it wasn't like 10.45 p.m., I might consider <laughs> hunting some down. Yeah, I feel like I need to find you some pickle chips, too. Maybe we'll learn to like pickles at the Super Bowl party together. Yeah. I'll bring some spicy pickled chips. Okay. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Next week, we're going to cover Andy versus Uber. We will yeah. have a, a very special guest, friend of the podcast, and huge Nathan for you fan, Michael O'Rear from the Stark Wars podcast. Maybe he'll show up wearing his Summit Ice t-shirt. I don't know. We'll have to Ooh. see. Looking, yeah. looking fresh. Yeah, deny nothing. Um, if you don't follow us on social, I'm at Kelly W. Megan is at Megan Bianco. Um, Kelly is actually at Lit with Kelly. She oh, is yes. now a bookstagrammer. If you care at all about anything, you should follow her there. Um, she reads a ton. And posts yes. about it. She has really funny reviews. If you watch or consume media in any way, uh, she is also an avid movie reviewer and has very funny reviews as well. So she's just really good at writing like little notes about things and making you feel involved in her life and special. So if Aww. you care for us, you should follow her there before <laughs> any of our other social medias. Thanks, Meg. Yeah, I do write reviews on books so if you're interested in reading um or just getting book recommendations definitely follow me i've read i think like eight books this year so far something like that i've been reading a lot (laughs) since we can't go anywhere (laughs) or see people Mm -hmm. um yeah thank you so much for listening if you enjoy the podcast please give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts, and I saw that Spotify also allows you to do star ratings. So if you could, you know, hit us with, you know, five stars on Spotify, that'd be pretty cool of you. That'd be fun and chill. And uh, maybe we'll invite you to our Super Bowl party if you do. We actually, someone tweeted at us, which was very exciting, that they listened to the podcast and they were really hyped about it and loved it. Um, Oh, so sweet. Yeah, he said, Nathan for us pod, just listen to the first ep. It was incredible. I was going to message him back and say, have you made it to the hummingbird dick yet? But <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> when was that? Um, it was on the third. Maybe there's still oh, wow. time. Maybe I'll, shout I'll out ask to, him. Shout out to you, Twitter friend. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, Jean Parmesan. Oh, Jean Parmesan. Incredible Twitter name, too. Good work. At Fitzmagic. You seem pretty cool. I got overwhelmed and didn't reply, but I did like it. Yeah, if they make it this far, I appreciate you. This has been (laughs) Kelly and Megan on your side. 